Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Aulani bride Rachel Pearson Medina about her event at Aulani's Lani Vice Spa. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear how Rachel chose Aulani for her wedding and how everything turned out. Welcome, Rachel. Aloha. Thank you. Aloha. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for being on the show today. I'd love to know how you and your fiance decided that you wanted to get married at Aulani. Well, we live on the big island and we were initially looking at Disney World because we're such big Disney fans. But as we were talking to some people that we planned on being there for our guests, we realized that a lot of them actually wanted to come to Hawaii to see us get married. And Disney World was sort of creeping slowly out of our budget. So we had the convenience of seeing my best friend's wedding at Aulani um, a year previous to when we got married. And as soon as we walked in the lobby, Jacob heard the music and he was like, this is perfect. This is Hawaii and this is Disney. Let's get married here. So we met with our Disney planner, Nicole, while we were there and we ended up um, choosing that as our, as our location. That's awesome. Which venue at Aulani did you choose? We chose the Lonnie by Spa. Um, it's kind of a newer venue for them. I think maybe to kind of take place of the Oceanside venue that they used to have that got replaced by a pool. And we chose that mostly for um, the privacy that we wanted with us and our guests. Every other location is pretty public and out there. And at any moment, someone can kind of walk by and be in your photos. So we chose Lonnie by Spa because we wanted that intimacy with our guests. And do they set up the ceremony between those two jacuzzi pools that they have at the spa, or where does that yeah. happen? Luckily, they're not too, obviously, jacuzzis. They don't, like, bubble up, you know, <laughs> while you're there doing your thing. Um, and they can turn off the fountains if you wanted, but we left them on because we thought they looked nicer. And um, luckily, you know, our officiant spoke really clearly, and we spoke pretty clearly so that everyone could still hear us over the running water. Oh, that's a good point. My other question was, I noticed when we were at the spa that I could hear, like, garbage trucks and stuff backing up on the other side of the wall. Was that not a concern because of the time of day of your event? Yeah, that wasn't a concern. Um, Also, I didn't realize that we had a a massage that we got there previously, and it was great. But our wedding planner let us know that they pipe in music of songbirds to make you feel more relaxed. So they're not real birds that are there, but they turn the songbirds off for um, nighttime ceremonies, too, because it's a little odd having birds at night. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) So how far out did you start planning this event? Well, we got engaged in January of 2015. So we had a little over a year, but we really decided on Alani in April. And then, of course, we couldn't reserve it until nine months out. So even between we knew we wanted Alani until we could really, really 100% reserve it, I really concentrated on doing things like, you know, picking out my dress and what colors I wanted and, you know, sort of making little, um, oh, collage boards of the things that I wanted to have included. Now, you live in Hawaii, but you live on a different island. What was planning like? Was it all remote, or did you get to do any visits? We just did the one visit when we were um, there for our friend's wedding, so that ended up being so convenient, being able to really see how things were 
you know, in real time and see how things would really play out and what could go wrong and what we didn't necessarily have to worry about. So that was really convenient. Um, but everything else was done remotely then. Okay, that's cool. How many guests did you invite and how many ended up actually attending? We had 15 guests attend. I think we ended up inviting somewhere close to around, oh, maybe 35 or 40. So our event was limited to 18 guests, and we had to do sort of like a prioritized list. And, you know, some relatives we sort of had to invite, but we knew they wouldn't come out here. So, um, you know, we sort of sent out our invitations in a couple batches and got them slowly back. I see. So most of the people you invited weren't in Hawaii. Yeah, actually, there were only um, probably five, including us. Wow, that's a really great response rate then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they came from all over um, Texas, Florida, Chicago, um, Michigan, California. And yeah, <laughs> that's a cool. mix. And so did you choose the escape package because you knew you would have a smaller guest count or did you just prefer the idea of an easy package? We chose it for both the guest count and the cost as well. That was definitely a huge factor. And we figured a lot of people, you know, probably couldn't afford to come out to Hawaii. So we did have a potluck event when we got back to this island for just, you know, everyone to sort of show up and, you know, even if they couldn't afford a gift, they could at least bring a dish to share. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So did your wedding have any Disney touches or a theme of any kind? We didn't really have a theme. I chose a purple and green for our colors. And um, we did get the bride and groom ear hats to do photos with. And of course, there were like sort of the more subtle touches that are just included in Aulani that we sort of went with. Right. Yeah, they have a lot of beautifully integrated Disney touches that look so natural and like they came from the environment out there. Yeah, exactly. So when you were planning, what were the most important aspects where you focused your attention and your budget? My dress actually ended up being a uh, splurge for me. Um, I budgeted around $300, and I sort of quickly realized that it was going to go over that when I found the one I wanted. And then the photos, we knew we wanted to do an extra hour of photos, but it was going to be too late in the evening for it, so we ended up doing it the morning after. So we did an evening photo shoot with the ceremony and our guests, and then the morning after we did sort of portraits on the beach and in the lobby. That's interesting. And did you use the recommended Alani photographer or did you bring your own? We used the recommended one, Bianca Photography. We were really happy with the photos. They came out great. Oh, that's great. Did you add anything to the package? Nope, just the extra photos. Um, And then one of the ways we sort of saved money was we had a relative film the event rather than paying a filmographer because that was getting expensive really fast when I looked into those packages. So um, we chose Jacob's nephew to film the event, and he did a great job. We were really happy with the video, actually. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah. So then besides videography, were there other areas where you saved money or you just saved time by not working on them? You know, it it seems like those two things are really related, time and money. (laughs) If I wanted to save money, I'd spend way more time. So um, I noticed that flowers were getting really expensive when I wanted to decorate the venue. And our wedding planner was gracious enough to decorate the event with tissue paper flowers that I had made. So I spent hours nice enough. And she had offered to change the lighting there too. So um, they had various colors that I could pick and they change out the lighting really fast. So up for me, she put them along the front where me and Jacob were standing, you know, behind the efficient and then also on the chairs lining the aisle. So I was really grateful that she was willing to do that. You know, it's just a total nice thing to do. Wow, that is great. Yeah, we were very grateful. Did you do anything else for decor? I mean, it sounds like that was probably enough if you had to make so many. (laughs) 
You know, that was enough. The, the venue was nice enough, and she had offered to change the lighting there, too. So um, they had various colors that I could pick, and they changed out the lighting really fast. So um, I picked purple, and they changed all the bulbs to purple. So there was, like, purple lighting on the palm trees behind there and the flowers. So that really helped. Wow, this is great. I mean, it's a lot more than you get with the escape package on the mainland. Yeah, yeah. And there was even, um, you know, uplighting that they have in the spa already, and the fountains are lighted. So it, it definitely helped. That's lovely. Do they have a set number of bouquets to choose from? Or is it more like when I went and it was kind of like, here are the florists you can work with? They had one florist that um, they worked with, uh, Sweet Pea and Petunia. And they gave me a sheet of, I think, 16 options for different types of bouquets. And even within that, you could choose the colors and flowers that you wanted. So there was a lot of wiggle room within that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So did you choose most of your vendors from their lists? I did. Um, the only one that I didn't choose was for hair and makeup. Um, they said I could go through the actual spa, but um, it didn't sound like they did that very often because the, the makeup is normally geared more towards teens. And I wanted something a little more you know, refined for our event. So um, I did actually look on your blog and I contacted the vendor you recommended and she was already booked for that day. Yeah. And this is like almost a year in advance. So um, she recommended Delish uh, Makeup and Artistry. And so I ended up going with them. And the uh, woman who did my makeup and hair's name was Heather. And she did a great job. I was really happy with what she did. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran? Sure. So for Lonnie Vi Spa, they only offer um, evening events. So it's either 8 or 9 at night. And we chose the earlier one at 8. So I had most of the day to really just chill. We started out in, like the slides and the lazy river. Um, and then Jacob had to go pick up some relatives from the airport. So I kind of cruised the hotel by myself for a while. And then, oh, I think it was maybe three hours before the event, Jacob had come back and I was getting my hair and makeup done. And I sent him away to his aunt and uncle's room to get ready. And I met our wedding planner down at the spa once I was all dressed and ready. And she took me and my parents who were both walking me down the aisle into this secret relaxation room, they call it. And so I sort of hid in there and was waiting for our guests to arrive. And they walked our guests through this sort of um, introduction you get to Lani by Spa. You pick out this like special stone and they'll have a word on it with a special meaning to you. And you return it to the spa. And so they had all our guests go through that process. And it was funny because I was so nervous. I could see everyone going through this like wavy glass door. And they didn't know I was hiding in there. But I could see them. That was like my one real point of nervousness. <laughs> And then uh, my wedding planner came out and she got me and she fluffed my dress before I walked down the, the aisle and everything went really smoothly though. It was, it was fun. And then we had, of course, our wedding. It was a brief ceremony, maybe about 20 minutes. And we did a pedal toss and some extra photographs with our guests. And we met everyone for dinner at Ama Ama at nine. Oh, that's great. So you just made a big reservation there? Yeah, yeah. So um, they could make a reservations up to 20 people, I think. And so we had, um, you know, 17 altogether, including us. So they were able to accommodate that. And we chose that restaurant because it was open the latest. And we figured that would probably just be the most convenient. Definitely. Did you add a wedding cake? You know, we didn't um, because we were going to have a cake back here. And actually something I had the benefit of experiencing at my friend's wedding when she had it there was that, um, you know, they included dessert in this three-course meal. And by the time dessert was over, no one could eat the cake that they had made. Oh. So um, we decided just to go with the cake that we were going to have back here on this island and just serve dessert. That's great. Mm -hmm. So what ended up being your favorite memory of the day? You know, we had the opportunity to write our own vows. So that was really fun. I really enjoyed hearing what Jacob had to say and then sharing, you know, my wishes and hopes for him and our relationship together. 
And I really enjoyed the petal toss. I mean, how often do you get to have people throw flower petals at you? So that was really <laughs> fun. And kind of tied in together, that was the pronouncement. It was just fun having the like one uber joyous moment where everyone was just so happy for you in the moment. It was really great. Oh, that's wonderful. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand, but turned out not to be? I was kind of worried for the photos that we were going to do the day after. You know, I was worried about like tumbling around with my hair and my makeup and then just looking like a total mess the next day. <laughs> but um, Heather did a great job. Everything stayed exactly where it was supposed to be. And um, Jacob was really sweet and laced me back into my dress because I had a corset back. And he did a great job, and that ended up being not a big deal at all. We just sort of got up and had room service delivered. Um, I had called the day before and had them deliver it early. So we were fed and, like, totally ready to go, and we had our photographs. Where all did you shoot your photos? Let's see. So the day of the ceremony, we just stayed in the spa area. Um, We took a lot of photos, you know, of course, of the ceremony and with our guests. And then after that, we did um, some photos around the fountains that they have there. And then the day after, we kind of traveled all around. We started in the lobby. And we took a lot of photographs there, um, and then sort of trailing out of the lobby, we went to the Stitch statue, which I specified I wanted photos of, because I love Stitch. And we took some more photos by the pool, and then after that, mostly the beach, we had a lot of photographs there. And did you have any issues with that? Because I know we got hassled by some Koalina staff because they said we weren't allowed to be there, and our wedding planner said, yes, they are, and all this crazy stuff. Is that still an issue there? We stayed mostly to the right um, on the beach, like if you're looking out towards the ocean. And I know that there's kind of an issue sort of to the left. We even saw some more brides there later in our vacation that were by that um, little wedding chapel. So I think maybe mostly if you stay to the right, it's not an issue. Perhaps if you wandered over to the left, it might be, you know, treading on someone else's veil. (laughs) Okay, good tip. (laughs) Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? You know, there were two things. Um, one thing kind of upset me, and then the other one was kind of funny. Um, the thing that upset me was that for the music, we had requested a guitarist, and then just that they were instrumental, um, no singing. And I was coming down the aisle, and I hear ukulele music. And I was like, okay, ukulele's not that bad. But then I hear the guy singing. And I was like, oh, no. But by that point, I'm already walking down the aisle. I couldn't, you know, run over there and be like, quiet. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, I had picked Tale as old as time for the processional music. And I love the music, but the lyrics, you know, right as I was getting to the altar, he was saying, you know, Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, Jake, so sweet. He's not a beast at all. He lets me bring home all these animals. <laughs> so you know, that I was a little bummed about. And I mentioned it to our planner um, the day after. And she said that he would like to give us a free CD. And I thought, well, he's saying at my friend's wedding, I'd like to send it to her. But we never got the CD either. So that was that was kind of a bummer. Um, you know, I'm like, well, the whole thing was so beautiful. I don't really mind, but it's one of those things where I'm kind of anxious and I wake up at three in the morning. I'm like, oh, that guy. <laughs> the other thing that was kind of funny was when we were having our reception dinner, my aunt, my dad's sister, got up to go to the restroom and she didn't come back for a while. So my mother-in-law went to go check on her. And she comes running back, and she's like, your aunt's been locked in the bathroom for 15 minutes yelling for help. And it was kind of, our reservations were, not, were for nine, so not many people were left in the restaurant. You know, no one else had gone in there. And she ended up being locked in there for over an hour. <gasps> the, the lock in the stall had broken on her, and she was stuck there. So it ended up taking um, all these maintenance guys that were on call 
to come into the women's restroom and um, use a circle saw to like cut out the metal and the lock and oh. let her out. Oh, that's awful. I know, I know. I mean, it was good. We were cracking up about it, but it wasn't very funny to her. But she has a great sense of humor. She she got over it. And, um, you know, she said the funniest thing was that she was so tired she couldn't even sit down because it was an automatic toilet. <laughs> so it was just flushing on her while she kept starting to sit down. But she was okay. And, and Disney apologized. And they did, you know, they, they actually ended up comping our whole wedding dinner for my poor aunt so that helped oh well yeah that's good she, yeah. all of her suffering was worth it <laughs> it was it was and now it's just a funny story oh. <laughs> so is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now besides telling your aunt not to use the john right yeah i think um you know disney does a really good job of like taking a lot of stress off of brides and handling a lot of double checking and day of items even still knowing what happened with our musician, and I read with you with your efficient, you know, I would even still do another double check on things, um, you know, just for your own peace of mind to know that everything's going to go exactly the way you want it to that day. That's a great idea. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Aulani brides and grooms? You know, I would recommend shipping stuff. I called various airlines that could have gotten us over to Oahu and none of them could 100% guarantee that I wouldn't have to check my dress. And I thought there's no way I'm checking my dress. So I ended up shipping my dress um, to Alani with a bunch of our decorations that we were going to use. All the tissue flowers ended up being really good packing too. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah, I would definitely recommend shipping things. And then also... For either the ceremony or photographs um, to keep sunlight in mind. Because I noticed um, at my friend's wedding and then while we were doing photographs, sometimes that sun creeps up over the hotel and it can just be so bright, you know, for you or your guests, it can just, you know, kill your eyes while you're trying to look at something. So our photographer was getting really creative and she was having us close our eyes and she'd count to three and we'd open our eyes and then take a photograph and then close them really quick. But just keep the sunlight in mind maybe for, you know, things like that if you want to have clear photographs and be able to be seen by your guests. Yeah, that's a good point. I, the yeah. sun must be lower over there or something because we had to do the same thing when we were shooting pictures on the beach in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's somewhere probably in the morning around maybe even 8 or 8.30 or so, depending on the time of year that the sun can, you know, just get right in your eyes if you're facing towards the hotel. And that's usually where people are going to be facing. So Right. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? You know, I don't have anything public, but I'd be happy to share some photos with you if you want to put them on your website somewhere. Perfect. Yeah, I do a slideshow for every post, so I will put them there. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rachel, thank you so much for being on the show today. I think this is great information, especially for anyone who's considering an escape event at Aulani, and I appreciate your taking the time. Oh, yeah. Mahalo. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide. Available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com slash weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.